What's going on, friends? Welcome back to Forward Progress, live here on the Forward Progress YouTube channel, part of the Hammer Betting Network and powered by Pinnacle Sportsbook. Guys, I am your host today for this Friday show and for every Friday show moving forward. Just want to give a quick shout out to G Stack George for holding down the fort for the first two weeks, but it will be me going forward. A couple things to note before we start the show here, guys. If you've been here before, we're going to do things a little differently, right? Last time we kind of had each guest on individually and we liked it, but we thought all our all our guests need to be together on a roundtable. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to be having a roundtable discussion here, and we'll be talking about the Thursday night football game, recapping it, what we liked, what we didn't like. We'll get into our favorite props of the weekend. We'll take a shot on some anytime touchdown scores. And then finally, we'll be closing out the show with a Q&A. So guys, I ask you one thing. In the comments, drop down your plays, drop down your questions for plays. And at the end of the show, we'll be getting around to them, talking about them. And seeing if our creators like them or if they don't like them. And just giving their general thoughts on them. So if you want to do that, you have to be subscribed. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Ring that notification bell to be notified every time that we go live. And hey, if you're already down there hitting those buttons, you might as well hit that like button as well. I'm going to bring on Jack and John in one second. Before we do, I got to give a quick shout out to our sponsor over at Pinnacle. Because nothing would be possible without them. Pinnacle is the world's sharpest sports book, offering competitive odds for 25 years we preach line shopping on this channel and with everyday competitive odds pinnacle should be one of your available outs if you're looking to sign up to support the show make sure you use code hammer when signing up to pinnacle your trusted sportsbook for 25 years bet smart bet pinnacle must be 19 plus in ontario please play responsibly and not available in the u.s guys i'm i'm pleased to say that i will be joined right now alongside jack miller and john legaza jack john how's it going today Going well. Uh, excited to be here. Talk through some props. John? Jason, what's up? Intro, you came in hot, my man. Loving it. Every bit of it. Jack, I'm a huge fan of yours too, man. ETR, in-house. Let's go. I'm, I'm you, super yeah. happy. Likewise. Super happy. likewise. <laughs> I love it. I'm super happy to have all three of you guys, all three of us on screen here. Unfortunately, Matthew is not with us today, but he will be here moving forward, guys. Do not fret. You, This will be a four-person panel uh, moving forward. And a reminder, guys, once again, if you have questions, Drop them in the chat down below. We'll be getting around to them towards the end of the stream. But before we hit those, guys, we got some good props here. And you guys sent them in to me earlier today. And I'm super excited because, I mean, it feels like this prop market, we've been kind of generally leaning towards the over because the unders have been so low. The totals on these guys have been so low so early on. So, I mean, the first prop of the day, uh, it, it, it comes from Jack, all right? So, uh the bets you sent in before the show, it sounds like you will be up early today, or sorry, on Sunday for the London show between the Falcons and the Jaguars. And you're looking towards the Falcons backfield for your props. So tell us a bit about your favorite prop in that game, Jack. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tyler Algier under one and a half receptions. It's pretty juicy at uh, minus 159 at Pinnacle, but Bijan Robinson is pretty clearly the pass catching back in that offense um, dating back to last year, even when Algier was playing more than half a snaps, he goes under this game at a rate higher than, than is implied by the mi minus 159 line. Um, so it's a, it's quite a bit of juice to play, but I, I think it's still, there's still some value there. And then there's also the, the added bonus of, we haven't seen Cordero Patterson yet. Um, you know, based on, I, I don't have uh, like any information or, or any special reason to think he plays, but I think even if he doesn't play based on the role that Algiers had so far, it's good. And then you're kind of just free rolling. If Cordero Patterson plays, um, it gets it gets even better. 
I love that. And I'm going to lock that in as a full unit. Best price on the board is a minus 145 for the under one and a half year. But there's 150s, 155s out there. That seems to be the consensus. So make sure you have multiple sports books so you can hit that minus 150. Or sorry, excuse me, minus 145. But for tracking purposes on this show, I'm going to be looking towards that minus 150. And that is locked in there. Jack, I love that play because, again, like you said, B. John Robinson has been the workhorse for that team in the passing game. And I mean, Algier, it's, that's not really his game. He's been getting the snaps. He's been getting the touches but not really through the air. And uh, yeah, John, do you have anything on that or, or you fully agree here? Patterson did log two limited practices in a row. So you think that's at least trending in the right direction. Plus teams are usually pretty careful with those. I think that they might've been waiting for him for just this. And I think if anything, even if you're like waiting, if you hear Patterson is active, smashing Algier receiving others is real. Jack, that's really sharp stuff. I think that's, that's a direction you could probably wait because like you mentioned at the open, Jay, a lot of people don't go that direction. So when I go under a lot of times, I like to wait until kickoff to go under because most props are only moving in one direction. Like, I I don't have the numbers. I have to think 95% of all props move up and not down. So I really yeah. like to play, and it really could even get better as we go. Exactly, and especially in this nature of the prop markets, we see a lot of these like higher profile players open up first, and then kind of the guys on the lower end kind of open up later towards uh, as we get closer to Sunday. But moving on from there, John, I know I mentioned unders, but you have a you're, no, you're known you're no, no no you're known for your ladders, and they've they've been hitting for you recently. So uh, we're heading over to the highest yeah. total on the board, the most fun game, the marquee matchup, the Miami Dolphins heading into Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills total at fifty three and a half. Oh my goodness, I think that's the yeah. highest total we've seen all year. John, what are you looking at for your rushing prop ladder? Tell us a little bit about it. All right, so I'm looking at Josh Allen to go over again. Just briefly, you know, you mentioned the ladders, Jay. I love it because rather than just paying juice to achieve a bar which you then need a pretty high win-loss percentage to cover all the juice the times that you hit i've been finding you go so far over that i've been clearing these ladders the proof has been mm -hmm. in the pudding so far this year like look at you know last week you know the the one that you miss the probably misses a loss it's a loss regardless but we hit sutton all the way up i could have added rungs to that ladder we had sutton all the yeah. way up to eight receptions that was like plus 800 on the on the back end and again even though the, i don't want to overstayed i take fragments right a fraction of the total risk on those but again i think it's a really sharp way to open up progressive payout so let's get into josh allen right now let me see if i can sell you guys on it over with my donkey style josh allen over 35 and a half receiving yards is the line he hit it 11 of 18 regular season games last year this year so far 36 7 and 46 last i checked two or three of those are above it now it's the jets the raiders and washington so i want to highlight people because i know i've heard this one out in the podcast streets it's not just a game script thing because he ran in that game that they were up 37 to 3. i've got i wonder what jack thinks about this one i've got this one kind of more correlated to pressure rate okay jets pressure rate up at 40 that's like top three in the league L las vegas is is low washington is is high miami's is also high that's what i think it is the games that and again it kind of makes sense also pressure forcing allen out and in particular i mentioned this to jay closely or highly contested contest Allen is a dog, yo. He goes to get it done on his own, right? And I know what upsets people. He's not passing to the other running back. If you're Josh Allen, you're not going to pass the running back. The ball is safer in your hands, even if he's doing his, like, helicopter thing. We're going to ignore that for right now. <laughs> but he's an efficient runner, 12 carries, 89 in a score, eight of those to first down. So, you know, eight of the 12 rushes for first down. When he gets an eye on the stick, he goes for it. He can get long runs, and his 6% scramble rate is 12th among quarterbacks. Miami D has allowed 18 to Herbert. 
25 to Mac Jones. I mean, those guys don't even run. And Miami's been running a ton of five and six DB sets. Those guys struggle to tackle a moose like Josh Allen. So I really like the prop. He can get in a single play. We know they're going to be pushing the whole way. So I really like this one again with the lottery. If you can get reasonably 40, 50, and 60. You know, you take your risk. I like to chop it 0.7 and then 111. So if you're $10 better, you put 70 on the base rung. So if it hits, the whole thing is a profit. And then you go $10 on the rest in case he gets to 70 yards. That top rung is like plus 750 or better. Yeah, and, and uh, it's it's a great point, John. And if you shop around, if you have multiple books like we talk about here, you can find yeah. some good prices and offer, often different prices where I end up playing ladders on three different sports books for three different rungs because somehow just have better prices than others. Jack, did you want to chime in there for a second? I noticed you were uh, wanting to chime in there. Yeah, yeah, I think this makes sense. Um, I think John's point about, I mean, it, it's only week four, but this game is going to have playoff implications, going to have division implications. So you know, if, if they're playing the Cardinals, maybe Josh Allen thinks he doesn't want to risk his body as much. But I think this is a game where he's going to be going all out um, and that could encourage him to run more um, if there's an opportunity. So I think this makes sense. For sure. For sure. And uh, yeah, John, if you have the the numbers here, I can lock it in on uh, the, the odds for the 40, the 50 and the 60 rung. Uh, if you don't have them on hand right now, we'll head over to Jack and you can just drop it to me into the private chat. Oh, you, you, can do find... you want the, the ladder picks? Yeah, please, if you can. If you don't have it on you okay, right yeah, now, yeah, drop, yeah. Well, I mean, drop I... it in the drop it in the private chat, John, because you can find all of our picks tracked on the Forward Progress HQ Betstamp account. Look right up here. You search that on Betstamp. Find all of our picks tracked. They're tracked live on this show. So once John... No, no, I... Okay. I have it. I'm ready. So... All good. In fact, if, the, if you're looking at, at FanDuel, FanDuel has plus 112 for 40. I would prefer that over the base 35 and a half. Again, those five yards, I'd rather take the, the odds. And then you go up the ladder. 50 yards is plus 188. 60 yards is plus 290. I might cut it there, but 70 yards would be plus 410. And if I'm not mistaken, there had to be a handful of those last season for um for Allen. We know he's busted out a couple big, a couple. He did it at Baltimore. He did it at the Jets. He did it at Detroit. He did it versus Miami. So he actually cracked through the 70 parameter four times last year that's like rough back of the napkin math 21 percent of the season better than 20 percent of the season you maybe want to go all the way up to to, to that but now jay if we add the extra wrong go six one 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 you know what i mean we always i never want to go above a unit i like to keep everything mm. nice and tight and not over lever because you know at the inception of sports betting man i'm a pro man pro's pro i just rather would people not get beat up more than i want to see them even win right yeah, so let's focus on that. Uh, let's just stick with the seven two one here, just because it's a little easier for me to track okay, while, yeah, we're, while we're doing I'm this fine. live. I mean to make it too hard for you, You're, dude. I'm sorry, I do that all the time. It's my own fault. Sorry. All good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Let's move on to the next prop here from Jack. Uh, it comes in the Vikings and Panthers game. Vikings, one of the worst DB groups in all of football right now, and. It's a revenge game for the player you got here, Jack. But you're not taking it over. You're going for the under. So tell us what you have here and who's under you're on in this game. Yeah, we're going with Adam Phelan's longest reception under 20 and a half yards. Uh, I think it was minus 121 at Pinnacle last I checked. And I, I think he's going to get peppered with targets like he has been last week. But this is really just the bet against him breaking a big one. Uh, his average depth of target on the season is only slightly over eight. He's 33 years old. Um, he's mostly operating out of the slot, which usually doesn't lead itself to a, a bunch of big plays. Bryce Young's back um, instead of Andy Dalton. He did, Phelan did have, a, I think, a 23-yarder last week, but Bryce Young 
is a little bit more conservative uh, from what we've seen and relies on Thielen just as a safety blanket. So I, I wouldn't be looking to bet Thielen under on yards or receptions, um, but I think the longest reception specifically and betting against him having an, an explosive play makes sense. Yeah, and just looking at that, 20 and a half, like when you sent that in, I'm like, is it really at 20 and a half? That feels really high for me for a guy like Adam Thielen, who, like you said, operates out of the slot here. It is a revenge game, though. We have to be careful of that. I'm just kidding. That stuff doesn't matter. John, do you want to chime in here? Do we want do you want to get to your next prop? Yeah, just just really quick, another sharp play here for sure. Again, I think it's a very smart move trying to avoid the compiling element because we have seen that. Man, I have to take an L lowercase L for my best pole folk out there because Thielen, I thought he was dust. Looks like they may have moved him into this big slot. And again, I don't want to be stubborn, man. I, you know, changing your mind with new information is not flip flopping. It's called critical thought. And right now, it looks like we're getting this second act, like Reggie Wayne, kind of like Larry Fitzgerald. Not that I think Thielen's on their level as pure one v one receivers, but big slot in the right time, understands the routes, can create separation, and his hands are glue. So Thielen's ninety-two percent of his targets have been inside twenty yards. I, you're looking pretty good, Jackie. He's not really doing much after the catch. I really super sharp, man, super sharp. Because I think people are not looking to go under Thielen right now. The play is everything over, 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 and, and that's really sharp to kind of work within the trend, but go against it at the same time. Really good stuff. Yeah. So so far, we got some rushing yard totals. We got some receptions unders. We got a longest uh, longest catch under. And John, you're going to stick with the receptions. Under here, yeah. you're going to look at the Saints-Bucks game. Uh, Derek Carr, it's great. Derek Carr is hurt. Famous Jameis, eat those Ws, is being plugged in for his first start of the season. Let us know who you're fading on the Saints off. Okay, uh, well, not only am I going to hopefully give everybody a winning play right now with some good analysis, maybe a chuckle, but I'm absolutely going to slam the nail in the coffin for why prop betting on ladders is advantageous. In particular, reception ladders, The we've talked about this, Jay, the Pricing as you go up the ladder is disproportionate. Jack, get ready for your brain to melt. Get ready. We're going for Jawan Johnson on the Saints, the tight end, over two and a half receptions. It's at plus 105. That's on pinnacle best price. I mean, first of all, that's like the ultimate low bar for a fat guy with a hot wife. I know all about that stuff. So, so far this year, he had three catches, two and two. I know that's not great, but he did go over the bar eight of 14 active games last year. 75% route per dropback. 29 routes a game, four targets per game, just shy of 14 targets per out run. And I know that's none of that stuff's really jumping off the page, though all of it should get you to three receptions. When Jameson came in, 16 attempts, Jameson. Juwan secured 23% target per out run, 20% of the team target share. Tampa Bay defense, 31st in receptions allowed to the tight end. I'm going to start naming the tight end so far that have achieved three receptions. TJ Hawkinson, okay. Dallas Goddard, okay. Cole Komet, and Josh Oliver. More tight ends have cleared this than when we've had weeks in the season. A backup tight end has already cleared this. Give me Juwan Johnson like by a, to clear this by a mile. Um, now, sorry, Pinnacle people, but we're going to go away for the reception ladder. Jay, check out the prices on this one. This is the brain milk right here. Live pricing right now, by the way. No stale lines ever, okay? Four receptions plus 360. Five receptions plus 10, 25, and six receptions is plus 1650. 1650 for six catches from a tight end going into a smash spot 
as far as tight end stuff goes against his own defense. I couldn't, I was like, I couldn't wait to get this one, not only put out, but to get on the air and start talking about this. Hopefully enough people are watching to, you know, move this one. He didn't get to six all year, but he did get to five, I think two or three times. So this one is just too elementary for me. He's going to sit down in the zone. Jameson, we know, does not really go to the running backs. Right, you're going to get a lot of pressure from Tampa as well. They love to blitz. I think Tampa might be top three in blitz rate also. Same idea as the Josh Allen props. When you get a collapse to the interior, they're going to look to shorter, higher probability throws. Jameson doesn't look to the backfield. So the first read, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of Thomas underneath, and I th- hopefully you get a lot of Juwan Johnson. Man, we get six catches worth plus 1650, boy. Yes. I love it. And we'll go six one 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 here for the split. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Or okay. to be honest, when you do when it gets to the hand to the tens, you could even go a half like a half. You know what I mean? Like if you're yeah. thinking in terms of a of hundred dollars, that would be five dollars. So point oh five. That's up to you. You could chop it up. I don't want to be too particular. I just really want to always have people understanding in this age of fractional betting. You know, fine tune the dials, man. You don't have to bet $5. You don't have to go to the corner and give Vito 50 bucks anymore. You can bet $2.47 if you want. Just make sure that you're maximizing that. And don't don't over-lever on the top rung. If you get it, then you get the tweet emojis. But it's more about profiting on the venture, you know? Exactly. And again, that, there's a reminder here. If you're looking for all of our picks, they're tracked right here. Forward Progress HQ. All the picks we've given out so far. Let me just recap them quickly. We had Algier under one and a half. We had Jawan Johnson over two and a half ladder, Josh Allen over rushing yards ladder, and then finally closed it out with an under on Adam Thielen's longest reception here. Guys, a reminder, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button to keep this content going and to suggest it to other people. And guys, if you're in the comment section, drop your comments on your plays this week. We're going to talk about it towards the end of the show. Uh, Hey, Ab, I apologize if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Was asking if you talked about Jags and Falcons. We touched on it a bit at the top of the show, and uh, we gave out, as Mass said here, uh, Algier under one and a John, who you got this week? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, you froze for a second. I lost. I didn't get the question. My bad, my man. I'm just talking about anytime touchdown scores here, guys. Let's just go right oh, into Oh, anytime it. touchdown. Okay. These are really not my forte. Again, you know, I, I'm kind of taking a different look at this prop market. Just at large, meaning people, I feel like they look towards anytime touchdown as like, that's the odd, like that's their long shot odd play. I don't know. I just gave out a, you know, two 10 to ones that I feel really strongly about. Like I feel much more strongly about Juwan Johnson getting a fifth reception at 10, 25 than they do with anybody scoring a touchdown. But if I had to, I'm going to go with, a little bit of touchdown regression here. I'm going to sing Jack's tune because I know I listen to your stuff all the time, Jack. I know I've heard him talk about this. Give me Jake Ferguson on the Cowboys. We're just going to look for regression. This is a simple regression here. Jake Ferguson currently leads the NFL in red zone targets per game. 2.7 red zone targets a game, man. He's leading the league. They've only converted a single one so far. I think Dak has a 22% target to the tight end so far. The Dallas pass rate has not been great, but I think coming back off the loss to Arizona, I think you're going to see a little bit more giddy-up from the Cowboys. I think you're going to see more of the offense, more of a representative offense than we saw last week, and hopefully a part of that is Ferguson. Again, at the very least, we know they're drawing up plays for him or have in the red zone, so give me Ferguson to score. I saw plus 400 on Pinnacle, I think. 
Yeah. Uh, right now I have it at plus 300. So it must've moved. Someone must've been sharp and reading our conversations. Uh -oh. Might've been, might've been the Couldn't FBI been agent. Me. <laughs> <been> me. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, right now, plus 302 at Pinnacle. John, do you have a unit size you want for this? Is a quarter unit good for you? 10th of a unit? What are yeah, your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I would say a fifth to a quarter, right? As long as it's, again, at that point, it's, it's low enough that I'm not really worried. I can continue to build a robust ticket without that kind of, again, being overlevered. You hear me use that word a lot. That's the worst thing you can do. Good tip for everybody. If you find yourself pacing, worrying about winning a bet, you probably bet too much. That's kind of, I have a trading background. That was the first thing that I learned to become a professional. If you're sweating the outcome, you just bet too much. Bet a little bit less. Exactly. I'm going to lock that in here for us right now. And uh, Jack, um, you got a touchdown score for here for us here as well. Why don't you let us know what it is? Yeah, I've got one that I feel like is going to be pretty popular. I'm not big on betting the, the anytime touchdown score, so I'll, I'll also track it 0.25 units and call this more of a, a lean than anything. Um, but I'm going to go with Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown score at plus 130. Obviously, Burrow and the Bengals have struggled so far, um, mostly just, just Burrow, really. But this is the perfect get-right spot, I think, against the Titans, who are one of the best uh, passing – one of the best um, run defenses in the league hmm. and one of the worst pass defenses in the league. So I expect Burrow to look a little bit better. He's not on the injury report this week, which I think bodes well. Um, and then, you know, historically, you're not getting a Jamar Chase anytime touchdown score at this price. So it, it, I think Burrow with another week to get healthy and going against one of the worst, if not the worst pass defense in the league. Um, I, I think Jamar is going to find the end zone this this week. I, I love that look from you, cause especially because the like you mentioned there, the way that the Titans play defense, they're a run. They're like, they love to stop the run and they love to just funnel the funnel it into the passing game and kind of allow you to beat them in the passing game and just try to let you try to force you to run and, and stop you in the run there. I don't know if they just let you pass, but I mean, I think their DBs might be the issue here. And also, like, is this not the perfect bounce back spot for this team and the Bengals who've been struggling to throw the football throughout the season? Joe Burrow finally looking healthy now off the injury report. Jack, yeah, two I things love really that quickly on that one ahead, also. Mark. Jack, forgot my favorite thing. Number one, yes, agreed. Bengals have not looked good. Although I kind of took my eyes off it in the second half. I didn't see it again until the rewatch. Well, somebody gave Joe Burrow the assignment in big, bold letters, and it's throw the ball to Jamar Chase, because that went from, like, first half, blah, what's going on, to just target, target, target. So he understands the assignment. Also, my favorite Chase stat, I'm surprised that Jack didn't drop, was Chase is actually tied fifth in the NFL for red zone targets with five, zero conversions. Again, regression, people. We know they love, they love that. That like quick hitch in where he he gets the ball right at the pylon, and that must be the trigger for the battery, right? That Chase Burrow battery that you get to the pylon, I'm gonna put it on the pylon, and then Chase has got glue on the glove. So I'm with that. I actually absolutely love it. I didn't catch the price though. What does that go out? I might go bet this right now. Uh, pl plus one thirty uh, across the oh, board. Oh, it's plus money. There's there's one plus one thirty out there, plus one twenty eight at Pinnacle, and then the rest of them are around. Oh, plus that's nice. I was worried Chase. I was worried the name brand sometimes, like, as, and I'm. I was glad to hear you say that, Jack. Just being transparent about not kind of chasing these things. I would never recommend a touchdown score with a negative in front. Maybe McCaffrey, like if you, you know, we got my arm twisted. I give you McCaffrey, but definitely not for pass catcher. So that's a good job, also. Yeah, that's good stuff here, guys. And a reminder, again, you can find all the picks tracked on this account right here on BetSam. Just search that up. Guys, we're going to get into the Q&A section. We're going to need the listeners to kind of be a part of this. So I have a question to you, all people listening out there. Who is your favorite TD scorer for this Miami versus Buffalo game? It is the highest total on the, on the board right now. I mean, it's going to be blooming for touchdowns. We're probably going to see a bunch. High-paced game. 
going to be on my TV. I'm going to tell you that for free. So if we can just get some of those comments in there, that'd be perfect. So I'm going to, I'm going to continue that question on to you guys right here. If you had to have a look or a lean, what are your thoughts on guys in this game for scoring and any time touching? Are you looking towards maybe Devon A-Chain? Are you looking towards Raheem Mostert, Jalen Waddle? What are you looking towards here, Jack? We'll start with you. Yeah, I'm just pulling up the prices here real quick. I think the two that stand out to me would probably be Josh Allen at, at plus 125 um, and then maybe Dawson Knox at plus 250-ish as well. Um, but that's just kind of off the top of the head without any further research. Of course. And I just I put you guys on the spot here and I apologize for doing that. Didn't add it to the run sheet here. But John, you, you got anything for us here? Check just any lead? Probably. Man, it's funny. I got I got like Jack Miller here. I want to talk to him how you know Buffalo plans on getting the Miami wide out off the line. Like we're gonna get press release and try and stunt this. But I have to get you another time, Jack. All right, to that I I'm looking at it now. I probably I probably take whatever I bet on touchdowns usually. And again, here I am like Mr. Conservative. Break that in half and play for the cleanup crew. And what I'm talking about is a combination of Lat Murray is plus 280, Damien Harris is plus 400. The reason I say that is you could break your units. And if you get one, you'll profit. You might get them both because they both have... They did the Spider-Man meme. It really, it's kind of upsetting me to have a personal bias towards this situation because I bet Damien Harris to be the touchdown NFL touchdown leader for rushing touchdowns before they signed Lat Murray. I thought I was like, dude, I'm so smart. You know, I'm going to get all these touchdowns because Allen wasn't going to run. He hasn't, but it's been a two headed monster. So I probably played the two heads of the monster, man. Lat Murray, they both could score in this one. Yeah. I, I like both those. And Kevin Phillips uh, in, in the chat here says that he found Josh Allen at 175 on pinnacle. I find Ooh, nice. that once 167 right now might've moved, might've hit it. But Tyler Calkins in the chat right now is asking us about Knox or Waddle. Knox coming in at plus 240 here and Waddle coming in around plus 140. I was looking over at Pinnacle. And I believe Waddle is plus 170 at Pinnacle. So that price is a little bit better than what Tyler's got here in the chat. Uh, John, why don't you start us off with Knox and Waddle? Your thoughts on them? Well, I got Knox has is in the top 20 in red zone targets again. Big thumb in the eye for all the Kincaid backers and drafters. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's old reliable, man. Yeah. I, I'm a bit fooled. I thought, I know they both have TE next to their name. They're both technically tight ends. I thought we'd see more slot work from Kincaid to fill in the missing piece in the Buffalo offense. That just hasn't been the case right now. Knox has been the guy and the guy in the end zone. And they're throwing him like the seam route. So, yeah, I like Knox for sure. And then, I mean, if we're talking touchdowns, I know there's a negative in front of his name, but like Tariq Hill is a pop for a touchdown pretty much anytime the Dolphins take a snap. Jack, Wait, who's the other guy? Knox and who? Wa I think Waddle. I answered my own question. And Waddle, <laughs> I don't, man, that's, it's, tough, it's tough to look for TD equity on the Dolphins. Also, Waddle coming back. I think he's going to be a full go. But right Super, now, it yeah. feels like it feels like the offense is going elsewhere in the red zone. Waddle feels like a tough pull for for a TD for me. Well, I like him for yardage anytime because he, you know, that yak ability, you and I talk about that, Jay. They, the Dolphins move you east to west. They force switching in the background, in the defensive background, and Waddle could get loose. But yeah, I, I don't think I'd go that way. Yeah, fair enough. And a great point here from Mass. Craycraft is out, so it might be some angles to attack here. Jack, any thoughts on the Waddle at plus 140 to plus 170 or Knox? Any thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, my general, like, on, on any of these, my general take would be like not to bet them unless I'm very, very confident um, because with these one-way markets, I think you have to be be pretty pretty sure you're getting good value. Um, so I probably won't bet either of those myself. Uh, I know I mentioned Knox is one that's 
probably good because they do like to use them in the red zone a lot. Um, I don't even, I don't know if I'll bet that myself. It just kind of stood out as something at longer odds. Um, but yeah, I'm with John. I probably would not be, be in on the waddle either. Yeah. And I kind of threw you guys under the bus here with not putting this in the run sheet, but I appreciate you guys audibling on the fly here. It really uh, means a lot guys. Thank you so much for the comments. I'm going to wrap it up here. That was John and at, you can find him on Twitter at John Legaza writer for the athletic and then Jack Miller at Jack Miller. You can find him at, on ETR uh, guys. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Thanks for having us. Appreciate yeah, it luck. guys. All right. Uh, that about does it for today's show guys. Reminder, you can find us here uh, every day, Monday to Friday, 2 PM Eastern. We got live shows throughout the week. We got previews. We got best bets. We got Thursday night previews. Got everything guys. So make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that like button and ring that notification bell. And one more thing, Tell your friends. If you like the show and you like what we're doing here, tell one of your friends about it. It really helps us grow on the channel here. Reminder before I sign off, Sunday, live at 11 p.m. Eastern, Rob Pizzola will be live for the Pizza Buffet. Uh, if you've never seen the Pizza Buffet before, guys, it's a lot of fun. Rob simply sits at his computer, you and Rob and the listeners, and he runs through the entire board of the betting that day and picks out his favorite bets still available. So if you're sitting on Sunday morning without anything to bet on, Rob has got you covered. Then after that, at 8 p.m. Eastern on this very channel, Rob and Clive Bigsby will be live for Forward Progress where we take a look at the opening lines for week five. And we kind of, I don't want to say predict, but guess where the market's going. Uh, I've produced that show uh, for every week so far. And I've gotten some very, very good numbers early on in the week there, courtesy of that show. So, Thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. Remember, before we head out the door here, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Tell all your friends because it helps support the show here. So for myself, for John, for Jack, this has been Forward Progress, powered by Pinnacle on the Hammer Betting Network. Guys, good luck on your bets, and we'll catch you later.